Yeah, Christmas classic uh, to start us off as always. Well, at least for the next 10 days. Anyway, there's uh, Michael Jackson, a very young Michael Jackson with the Jackson 5. And Santa Claus is coming to town. Hey. In just 10 days. Oh, is that all? Well, we're 15th of December. 10 oh, more days. Yeah. Well, you're 15. Holy smoke fart. Oh, my God. That's exactly. unbelievable, isn't it? It is holy smoke. It is holy smoke. For sure. And by the way, how does that how does that rate on the naughty or nice list? Because in fairness, no, I don't like that at all. What? It's cheesy at all. No, and I don't. I don't know what it is. I thought of the fact that well, two reasons. I thought one, the cheese factor coming off it, and the other, it's only two minutes long. There's that. That is a benefit. I'll be honest with you. That's a benefit. It pushes it close. But right. the, uh, the whole but actual enjoyment factor is is there, so right. you know, from, from so it's, it it's against it, the odds from the start. It's on the naughty list. It is of on Christmas the naughty tunes. list. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, folks, welcome along. Uh, good to hear from you. Good to uh, hang out with you again. Thank you for that. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Tuesday, fifteenth of December. Oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight on WhatsApp. If you need to give us a shout, just like uh, Butty Brennan. There's a glorious photograph of the great Butty Brennan. There. Oh, I can't see him to welcome you. To the show. Oh, I and do. To the How day. are you, buddy? Look at that. Look at that. That is, I tell There's you something. There's a man who loves his work. Just like a 200 pound baby. Well done, <laughs> Buzz Ben Brennan. It's great to have you along. <laughs> uh, Margaret and Formoy. Uh, there's Garrett and Limerick. I see security guard Derek is on there as well and loads more. Thank you all very much indeed. Birthdays on the way. Not a great batch. Oh, really? Love Fool from the Cardigans here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. 12 minutes past six on this Tuesday, 15th of December. Uh, when we take on the birthdays, as I said, not a fantastic selection. Not yeah. least of uh, the fact that there's, uh, there's two of these, I'm not sure you even know who they are. Oh, wrong. It's one of them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but certainly you'll know this man to start. Don Johnson. Oh, Don Johnson. Absolute superstar of the 80s. Miami Vice man. Uh, now, he was... Was he Tubbs or was he Crockett? No, he was Crockett. He was Crockett. Yeah, yeah, he, he was, was Crockett. Crockett. And then, of course, what was the other big thing he started? And he had another big show in Did his he? own right, didn't he? I don't know. Don Johnson. I thought he had another of a similar sort of vein. You know what I mean? A bit later on, maybe in the 90s or something. Jeepers, I don't know. I just, all I do remember was we were all making our confirmation, I think, around the time that Miami Vice landed. Yeah. So the thing was to get as close looking to Don Johnson with your suit and tie. And everybody wanted the skinny little ties because of Don Johnson and the suit jacket that rolled up at the sleeves. Rolled up sleeves. And they were all pastel colours. Do you all, remember that? Yeah, they were. That's yeah. mad. Lads, I tell you, lads even embraced pink and everything then. Oh, they did, yeah. And that powdery green thing was the one. <laughs> everyone was mad. That was, everything was a powder colour. That's a powder blue. Yeah, That's powder. That's a powder green. Yeah, very powder. <laughs> lovely, yeah. Lovely. It really brings out the powder head on you. <laughs> Love, that's great. true and I mean when you have a, a range of suits known as Miami Vice suits, suits Miami Vice suits you know suits, you've actually yeah. had a, a sort. that's an impact I know that was it what do you wear for your confirmation I'm going to uh, the Miami Vice suit in a powder green yeah powder green Miami Vice suit <laughs> lovely it is I may be wearing the sunglasses in the shorts if I'm good <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it was an amazing show. It was great theme as well. Great idea. The whole lot. It was. It was so unbelievably naff. Yeah. But it was great. Uh, there's a famous scene going around there not so long ago with Liam Neeson in it in his early days. Really? Yeah. He does a cameo as an IRA man in Miami. <laughs> Course. Yeah. Has to be, doesn't it? Because that's, let's face it, that's all we're known for in the world. Yeah, yeah. Being drunk and the IRA. Well, he was a real sexy IRA and, and man. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
You've got, you've got a choice of one of three parts you're ever going to play if you're an Irish actor back in the 80s. Yeah. Right, you're either going to be an IRA man, you're going to be a drunk, or you'll be a leprechaun. Or a hunchback type <laughs> character in a field. You know, I was like, a one-toothed yokel. That, yeah, that, one of them does. That figures as well. Uh, you want to be careful out here, the man, she, she does be running around. <laughs> you know, one of them. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, anyway. he was a sexy IRA man. And he was going to shoot this woman he loved in the head. And then he uh, then he didn't do it in the end. A sexy but, IRA man. Yeah, he was. Wow. But, but he ended up getting shot instead. Oh, I was desperate. Uh, Nash Bridges, does that ring any bell? Oh, it does ring a bell. Nash, I well beg your done. pardon. Sorry, well that done. is his other show. Yeah, yeah loads of people. Uh, Bill and Limerick and own the scaffolder and. Uh, even our own um, uh, JP uh, all spotted that it was and loads more besides yeah Nash Bri- I knew there was one I knew there was definitely another show very that he was good. kind of famous for De- deadly deadly right how old is Don Johnson oh he's older man he's uh, I'd say he's in the 70s now go on 71 yes ah, he is 71 I'm delighted I got that one right what about this twins for you Kiwi and Adele Lynch oh yeah they are so nice man they Have you met so, them? Oh, a few times. I worked with them. I did that um, a little lad years ago with the two of them. Right. Uh, yeah, they, well, so we spent a day together, basically chatting. I don't think I've ever... And I met them on a Ryanair flight I've as interviewed well. one of them, I think, maybe. Yeah, they're very sound, man. Yeah. Really, really nice. They're great. Say crack. la vie. Say la vie. Say it as you will. Huh? <laughs> say you will, say you won't. Say you do what I'll don't. Or say you do what I don't. Oh, that'll do for me. <laughs> yeah, that and of course, is um, I was uh, chatting to them, right? What do you call its little sisters? Aren't they? Um, yeah, Shane Lynch. Yeah. Shane's little sisters, yeah. But I just genuinely true. If they're listening, they'll text you and maybe. Uh, but I, yeah, because that's exactly what Kiwi and Adele Lynch do at, at quarter past six. You never know. On a Tuesday morning. You never know. They have young kids. You never know. Well, yes, and they'd be listening to something far better than this rubbish. I, I doubt can tell you. We're very good friends. Uh, but I met them. I was chatting them on the Ryanair plane, right? Right. And by weird coincidence, we ended up sitting next to each other and everything, right? Yeah. And then it was I was chatting to one of them. I says, "I'm sorry, but look, the man over there, and a fellow fell asleep with his hand on front of his trousers. No it, way. Yeah, and he was his hand like up to the elbow nearly. Oh so. my god! Yeah, and I was like, maybe he was trying to scratch his knee. Yeah, I die wasn't man. <laughs> he was scratching a whole load of other things. <laughs> and I was looking to him, look, your man, there, no, no. Oh my god, very strange. I'm quite impressed that he was all the way down to the elbow. Oh yeah, that's, that's he was. Yeah, I know he was must very gifted. Uh, I makes me a, feel a bit inferior. <laughs> I'd say the two of them. Yeah, go and on. I presume they're the same age. <laughs> yes, funnily enough, that's yeah, that twin business. Yeah, would they be even forty? Forty? I'll go for forty-one. Forty-one is right. Oh yeah! Oh, look at that. That's ridiculous. How are you doing this look this at morning? That. Right, I'll have to get the old. Because you're uh, saying all my friends, Jim. Uh, right, hang on. Hey, like does that mean I got three right? No, the, no, you only twins. got twins. <laughs> Come on, that's three birthdays. No, it's not. Ah, you're a scamp, right. man. What about this then? And this could be good because it is a Man United footballer, albeit a squad player. But, well, you know, had his moments in the sun. Jesse Lingard is Jesse celebrating Lingard. his birthday today. Yeah, he did my head in. I wanted to chase him around with his big stick, so I did. Yeah, no, to be fair to him, though, I mean, when you some of the backstory is very sad, like, you know, his yeah. mum and his. his um, what is it? His brother and sister, is it? Or I don't any, know. Whatever. I don't but like know. He, he had to. He was he was properly distracted. Put it yeah. that way. So such a did my head in all the same. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know all what you mean. All that nonsense with Pogba in the dressing room and all. Yeah. Well, the, now he did go and, and he got himself stories. into bother with the old social media, didn't he? 
Especially when United, I was going to say when United couldn't do any good. Yeah, well, that's mm-hmm. uh, you'd have to, you'd have to qualify that there. Mm-hmm. Just spitting out some. That could uh, be anything of a ten-year period. Oh God, it's a bad taste. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, mouth, it must be off the coffee. <laughs> Yeah, Jesse Lingard, uh, sir, sir, he's still young enough. Yeah, still very much in the playing fraternity. Uh, what's he doing? He hasn't been, he, like, he doesn't get selected anymore. Just a squad just player. on the bench, is he? R- rumours of a transfer in January. Oh, very good, yeah. Hopefully. Very good. <laughs> uh, what would we do without all those Instagram followers, though? They're so valuable. <laughs> uh, I would say Jesse Lingard is, oh, this tough one, 20... 24. 28. Ah, 28. Fart, is he really? Right, yeah, still more chances. Don't give up yet. Still more chances. Now, this is where it gets a bit scary. What was the one soap you watched? Oh, uh, uh, EastEnders. Oh, that's the wrong one. What, did, did you never watch any Coronation Street ever? Oh, I've only watched one episode in right. here with you. That'll do. Was the character of Kevin Webster in it? I don't know. Who is that? He's the character of Kevin Webster. Oh, God, right. Been in it for, like, since 1983. Oh, so what's that? Nearly, nearly, nearly blooming... Nearly 40 years Right Or something He's been in it Michael years. Lavelle The know. actor who plays Kevin Webster It's his birthday today God I don't know If, if I saw a picture of him I'd know him Because they're, they're all In all the magazines He was married yeah. to Sally The, oh, the blonde haired girl You're not helping me here at all <laughs> uh, well, It's just You know I mean, he's four, I'd say he's 67 He's 56 Ah fat life off all hey, Look will you, don't, get, don't panic Because this is it This is your moment Okay Right Because It is the birthday of Frankie Dettori. Ah, oh, Frankie Dettori! So there you go. Now you're on a head start because you like do know. Frankie Dettori. I wasn't sure you'd know him, but we did have a big conversation about him and Gino DeCampo basically being the same person. Same person. He's just like an older Gino DeCampo. Yeah, and he signed right? a Bible for Patrick McDonald. Did he? Remember I told you that? <laughs> a Bible? Yeah, we were doing Naked Camera and uh, he, he turned up at his book lo- signing in Eason's. Mm-hmm. Frankie Dettori now. And he was sitting there doing this, signing the books, and Patrick went up, you know, with his orange sash and his bowler hat, and yeah. he handed him a Bible and he signed it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's somewhere in the world, there's a Frankie Dettori signed Bible. Bible. <laughs> oh my God. I'd say Pat still has that. <laughs> He's worth money. Right, come on, here we go. So this is it now. This is where you nail it. And I've got a little surprise when you do nail it after this, by oh, the way. Oh God, I don't know. Here we go. So, Frankie, Frankie Dettori. Italian jockey. Italian jockey. Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Right. Significant birthday. Oh, oh, I... No, hold on. Frankie, sorry. I would have said... I would have said, so I'm not saying. He's around the same age as myself. So I'm not saying that. But I would have said, (laughs) before you take the guess off me. But if it's a significant birthday and he's still racing, I would have thought he's like 40. But he can't be because he's been around forever. So 50, I'm going to say he's 50. Is that your final answer? Oh my God, talking about pulling teeth. I got 50 is my final answer. Right, you're going for Frankie Torrey to be 50, having gotten Don Johnson at 71 and Kiwi and Adele Lynch at 41. Yes. Still don't know how you did that to be perfectly honest with you. Because they are the twins, they're my friends. Dettori oh. and do you know what your prize is yes there's what well, you do I do what is it because there's already a cake out there and I know you're not going to buy another one so we can get stuck no. straight in oh no. no 
Your prize? You see that? You see, even when I try and do something nice for you. What is it? Take all the good out of sorry, I'm by sorry. jumping the gun. I did. I'm after ruin. I There's ju- a chilling Cadbury's orange chocolate twirl in the fridge Shut for you. Up. Yes, there is. Yeah. Go get it. Go get, get it. Right now. Kids at lunch. And now you're up to date on the home of Niall Boylan. Weekdays from 12. This is Classic Hits. 6.33. Morning to you, Tara. How Good are you? Good morning. How are things? How's, how's your butter? Me butter? <laughs> Do you know what? I actually forgot to check me butter this morning. Did you? But I would say it's probably yielding. Yeah, well, I tell you, because yeah. PJ and myself were just saying, today and yesterday, very mild. Oh, it's really nice. It feels very mild. Yeah, I was out a bit later again yesterday, coming back on the bike again, you know, in the darkness and all. What are you doing out late? I was doing a little bit. You haven't bit. got up to your old tricks again, have you? I have, yeah. Sneaky nicks, yeah. I was going to say, he's reading stories for the Lord Mayor. Are you aware of that? Is he? Uh, yeah, I did Dirty. a bit of that. Oh, so, my Hang God. on, whoa. What, like when, hey, when hey, he... So you don't know about this, Jim? You no? mean the Lord Mayor, like, it lies in bed and PJ goes into his house <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and rings Sorry, him. What is it? It's a her. Oh, it's a her. Oh, my Hazel God. That's even worse. Hazel That's Hazel even worse. He's sneaking into a woman's bedroom and reading her stories. Into the mansion house. Sorry, you see this Grinch that we that we know and and. Yeah. Put up with here. <laughs> you see the way she stopped short of of that phrase. No and love. The Grinch we know and put up with. Yeah. <laughs> so he's on here moaning yeah. about Christmas songs, but right? He takes the Christmas and shilling. I saw him last night sitting in a lovely chair by a fireplace in the mansion house, no less with twinkling fairy lights and a Christmas tree beside him all wow. atmospheric where did you reading. see it? I saw it online it was online yeah, he's online. online reading Christmas reading stories reading Christmas stories from the mansion house that's, that's it. that was shocking well I tell you so can I tell you the first question I said was, was there a feed they were like no it's for homeless people I was like oh grand I'll do it <laughs> and I turned up and then I tell you, and then they make me meet read Scrooge, right? Yeah. Oh my god. So there <laughs> so was there typecasting. Is, yeah, there was typecasting. Can I just say, having read the book again, like yesterday or whatever, right? Scrooge is the only good person in that book. He he's, he walks all through Christmas so everybody else can get days off. He supplies the local workhouses with money, <laughs> the local prisons with food, he washes everybody's clothes, he keeps the whole town running, and then crash it is like, oh, can I please have the day off? Why? Why do you want the day off? You literally you've got a family of fifteen, that's nothing to do with me. Typecasting there, Tara, typecasting. Is there going, yeah. Um, who is it who always works here Christmas Day? That's it, exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. He yeah, identifies. Know, yeah, he that's identifies, he identifies, yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. think it's a it's yeah. a coincidence that the Lord Mayor asked him to read that story? <laughs> no, for not Christmas? at all. Not at all. And like, I have to say, the Lord Mayor was very nice, I have to say. Was it was it in our living room, was it? It was. It was the night before Christmas and in the mansion house. Nobody was stirring bar PJ and a mouse. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying. I was struggling to rhyme something there. <laughs> right. That's yeah, that's, yeah. I well, actually anyway. enjoyed that. I was I'm, I'm trying to hear the rest of the story. <laughs> right, so you've been found out. You're not a Christmas Grinch I at am, all. I am. I yeah. am. I am. I am. This happens every year, Terry. He turns... He goes from Christmas Grinch. Much like and he Mr. Comes round as long Christmas. as he brings in the mince pies, Jim, I'll continue yes. to put up with him. He's the ghost of Christmas something or other. Ghosty. I'm like Scrooge. Just because I don't like Christmas doesn't mean I can't. Oh, God, stop, will you? Please. I'm almost afraid to ask, really. I mean, you know, that's a, that's a slightly different feel. Have a holly jolly Christmas. <laughs> I have a feeling somebody made uh, recorded that song in here last night, did they? <sighs> uh, that's Burl. A- that's Burl Ives 
Holly Jolly Christmas. I just looked it up. I thought, I wasn't sure where that came from because I don't really know who Burl Ives I is. I haven't a Riddlers. But believe it or not, it's 1964. It's You're not kidding. even the oldest one we play. You're joking it's me. It's not even as old as Brenda Lee rocking around the Christmas tree. Right, are you serious? Yes, 1964, Holly Jolly Christmas from Burl Ives. Have a holly jolly <laughs> Christmas. Well, I've never heard, that doesn't ring a bell to me. <sighs> Uh, not even a jingle bell. Oh, God, Jim. Come on. I swear to God. I... Now, listen, you can hear Christmas music in the background. And you're thinking to yourself, Jim, you've just played a Christmas song. Why, why are you playing more Christmas music? Because the Christmas spirit hasn't left us, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen of Ireland, after that revelation from, uh, from Tara Duggan, I give you this. He walked through his rooms to see that all was right. Sitting room, bedroom, all as they should be. Nobody under the table or under the sofa. Nobody under the bed or in the closet. He closed his door and he double-locked himself in. Put on his dressing gown and slippers and his nightcap and he sat down before the fire. It was a very low fire. And each smooth tile on the fireplace had an image of old Marley's head on every one. Humbug, said Scrooge. Yes, he did. The voice of the great PJ Gallagher reading... Fireside Christmas stories to the people of Ireland. Hmm. Know just Beautiful what it thing. is, by the way. I would like you. It's you. the Twelve Days of a Christmas Carol, and that—that's part two with PJ Gallagher. So you do about what five or six <sighs> minutes worth? About that, yeah, right. yeah. Everybody does about that much, yeah. Like, look when the Lord Mayor asks you to do something for homeless people, you can hardly say, "Listen, I'm not in humour. I don't like Christmas." You just do what's what's asked of you. Of course uh, you, you know do. What I mean. I, I, now, if you want the mo- it happens apparently every evening at seven o'clock. Apparently, there's a fresh instalment. There is. But My one was last night. Thankfully, you can get them. You know, you can catch up with them at any stage. And there's actually some cool people doing it. So I will say that. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Sorry, I just want to drop in. I want to find out what's happening next. Oh, buttons on his coat behind. What do you want with me? Said Scrooge. Who are you? <laughs> in life, I was your partner. Jacob Marley. The ghost sat down inside the fireplace as if he was quite used to it. God, this you don't believe in me, observed the ghost. Humbug, I tell you. Humbug. <laughs> At this, the spirit. Oh, Fan. God. Oh, it's brilliant. Right, so I tell you, if you're, if you're struggling to find it, if you just do what I did, I literally put PJ Gallagher reading Scrooge into YouTube. And it popped up, and, yeah. And it came up straight away. And he gets quite animated uh, towards the end. He gets very animated towards the end. Oh, it's gripping, I tell you. It's absolutely gripping. Yeah, very gripping, yeah. yeah and, and it gets is, better. And, and the setting is fantastic, I have to say. There's a crackling fire in the background, a beautifully decorated Christmas tree. As Tara said earlier on, twinkling lights. Uh, I suspect Magic Mike will probably share us. Let me just see if he's sending me oh, messages. Oh, he might. I, this is one of those things. Uh, by the way, it's all, it is, if you do check it out, um, it is all to try and raise money for the homeless in... Uh, in Dublin, um, you know, and yeah. all of that. As this See, is really, no, uh, notice the way PJ paid particular attention to the cause there. Yeah. Yeah. As far as still the thing for the charity thing. You know what I mean? And you'll see the links there, and I'd really appreciate if you, you thought of somebody Give who a few has, quid. has a little bit less than you do at yeah. this Christmas time and all of that. And, <laughs> uh, it would be very nice. So, yeah, I, I suspect Magic Mike will pop it up on our, on our um, Facebook and social media and stuff like that for you to check it out. But if you're struggling you want, and you just cannot wait to get a little bit of Scrooge with our Scrooge or what I actually should have said if you can't wait to get a little bit of Scrooge reading a Christmas carol 
<laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. By the way, Santa actually reads a piece as well. Ooh. Yep, Santa reads. Is that one at the end? Santa's, I think, yeah, Santa's going to read the end. Right. Uh, Bosco is doing a reading. Bosco? Yeah, Kelly Harrington is doing it. Ray Darcy's doing it. Um, who else is doing it? All your celeb Alison mates. Alison Hannigan, you know her? She's doing it. Um, you know, didn't she? That's not in a Christmas carol. No, she's not doing the song in it. She's doing a reading. Yeah, because uh, I've seen a Christmas carol. That's not in it. Nobody ever goes, unless you were talking about the Muppet Christmas Carol, are you? That's, that's even better. <laughs> be honest. This oh, is a, a version you haven't brilliant. seen already, though. Absolutely brilliant. Anyway, listen, right apart from that, uh, what have we got for you today? We've got loads. It's a very it's a very festive feel, as you'd expect, because we're giving away everything we possibly can. We've got another €200 Euro gift card for the uh, Blanchestown Shopping Centre, our mystery shopper, Magic Mike's mystery shopper, late night shopper, of course, because that's what it's all about. They're help, you know, helping you uh, stay safe uh, by uh, extending their hours at the Blanchestown Shopping Centre. So a €200 Euro gift card <laughs> up for grabs for you to win a bit later on today. I've just found this lovely story that we should definitely do after you um, getting all weird and trying to make me feel jilly and jolly and all for Christmas it's uh, the top 10 reasons why we absolutely despise this time of year we should do that story you can't do it anymore you're now a, you're now a Christmas stalwart reading mm. fireside stories I just, I look at that people are grumpy getting rained on getting your <laughs> feet wet when you go out not if you being want able to, to um, warm up if you want to have something to look forward to we have tickets for you to go to the greatest 80s festival of them all it is forever young next July at Palmerstown House Estate a pair of tickets just for taking part on the breakfast table quiz that's up for grabs you're going to find out uh, about how we're getting on the initial preparations for our great Christmas bake off yes and PJ and myself have been challenged to make mince pies worthy of Thunder's uh, home bakery in Delhi and uh, it'll be judged by the experts at Thunders. Uh, so you'll find out how we've begun the process I, I have to say the ah, beginning of it begun. Well, it had begun for me because the danger was trying to get all the things home in one piece in the back of a motorcycle. Yeah. And that happened. You see, I bet so you didn't you plan that in the challenge, did they? No, and that had to, that was a thing. So uh, step one, complete. <laughs> yeah. Pie <laughs> preparation, God knows. <laughs> also, we'll give you more details about our Jingle Bell Ball. It's our special Christmas Eve uh, celebration this year. Our Jingle Bell Ball, we'll give you details on that. And the hit bit, of course, is worth how much today, Oh, I, 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 God, you know something? Look, I'm too busy looking at all the cranky reasons to, or the reasons to be cranky 710 euros is what it is today sounds like a plan and if you're really really good people of Ireland we'll have more readings from PJ Gallagher by the fire oh humbug Christmas classic The Ronettes and Sleigh Ride here are classic hits 8 minutes past 7 o'clock thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim thanks for letting us hang out with you 087 if you need to give us a shout, and of course, uh, if you were with us a little bit earlier on, just before seven, uh, you'll have uh, heard we revealed, we, we, in fact, we played a little excerpt of the great PJ Gallagher. Yes, a self-professed Scrooge, perhaps he may be, but turns out he's not, not at all. No, he was sitting by a beautiful crackling fire surrounded oh, by twinkling lights and Christmas trees and reading a Christmas carol. To the people of Ireland. God. You try to do nice, something nice for someone as a favour, and then this is what happens. People start riling you up and sort of accusing you in the wrong that you're having a good time. Let you're me tell obviously you having a good time. And can I just point out, in case anybody out there missed that little excerpt we played oh, or hasn't discovered it yet, 
on YouTube because it's all part of an initiative by the uh, Lord Mayor of Dublin and uh, PJ among them, host of his celebrity friends. They gather together uh, as they do with these kind of soirees that they the celebrities have, and they agreed to do they agreed to do their little bit for charity to offset their huge wealth. Oh and so my God, you jackass! <laughs> I don't even I, I can't even pay rent or get a house or nothing and then here he is look at him <laughs> so, oh. so they're doing this for, for the uh, homeless charities uh, so it's well worth checking out well worth supporting and in case you missed out on it Magic Mike as is his want he's very good at this he's made sure it's everywhere of course he has yeah. it's all over our social media so if you've missed it our Facebook our Twitter our Instagram you'll find the great PJ Gallagher reading an excerpt of A Christmas Carol that Dickensian classic Surrounded by all things Christmas. Coincidentally, you'd wonder why I would have chosen this next story as something to talk about. Uh, because it's, uh, you know, it, uh, I, I'm being accused so blatantly and utterly in the wrong about uh, enjoying this festive, giddy nonsense that goes on on an annual basis. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course, I'm, one of the reasons I don't like it is because you are made help people in such a way that your friends can use it to rub your nose in it. I would once again like you to remember that Christmas is, indeed, and above all else, the gateway to the winter. And what is the winter? Is, it a, is it a winter February. wonderland? It's a winter pain in the feckin' back of the jocks is what it is. And I'll tell you one thing. I've got a list here. I've found this list of right. the top 20 reasons. We don't need them. 10. Top 10 reasons why winter is absolutely, utterly, and totally crap. And why... <laughs> Once Christmas, here's what you're looking forward to. I tell you people. something, you know, thou dost protest too much, if you ask me. I, mm. I think you're trying to reclaim your Grinch status now that we've outed you a little bit. <laughs> okay, I'll give you this. Then. Unreal. Oh yes, I look at this now. He's got the music in. Here we are at number ten. Things to look forward to on Saint Stephen's Day and onwards. Once your big fat belly is full of overindulgence. Having to get out of bed when the house is freezing cold for yeah. months. Oh, I hate it so much. You know, when you wake up and you realise, I've never been so comfortable in my bed. Why? Because it's so cold outside. What's wrong with that situation? You're not allowed to stay in the yeah. bed. And do you know what the weird thing is? That the sort of colder your room is or the colder it is outside, yeah. the better your bed feels. God, that, the, yeah. That's the time exactly. you appreciate your bed the most. Most. You're, I've never been so comfortable. Yeah. Everything is perfect. Oh. And that's, that's where the, it, the depression sets in in that one moment where you realise you have to go to work. Yeah. You have to get up. You do, yeah. And you have to try and squeeze yourself into the jocks to fit three weeks ago, but you don't anymore. Oh, my God. Falling, slipping, sliding on wet and icy ground. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Way well. more to do with the embarrassment than the pain. A hundred percent. hundred percent. I'll never forget being in Donegal and I took, I was came out of the venue and you know the way I'd sneak out straight away after, yeah. like I'd do my last <laughs> joke and run around. Exit stage left. And I came out and just slipped and would sort of clip-clopping down the hill. You know the way you're, you're running but you know it's dangerous to be running. Do you ever do that? And you're sort of on your heels. <laughs> and I came out and just, whoop, my feet went and just that, boof, uh, wind knocked down me and lying there, and up like a light and looking around trying to straighten my arms and all yeah because god forbid anyone saw that <laughs> yeah I've just been standing in front of them for an hour <laughs> making an agent of myself but god forbid they'd see yeah. me slipping on the ice you know what I mean and then of course somebody else slipped in front of me and then he, and people did see him I was delighted great 
Uh, number eight, having to dry your clothes indoors. Don't get that. I always do that. I always yeah. do that. Don't we? Uh, yeah, don't, don't, see the, yeah, don't really thing. use a, a, an outdoor washing line. No, I used to do it outdoors. And then I, I, I put on a, a T-shirt one day and the spider fell over. And I was like, oh, but you little feckin' yoke you. Uh, I might be doing yeah. that again. Yeah. Plus yeah. the fact that, I mean, you'd have to be careful anyway, especially if you were hanging your clothes out in your night attire. Walking out into your own garden wearing just a T-shirt and a pair of socks. It's probably yeah. not... Not the best way to impress your neighbours. Also, who knows? I said on this show, and you know what a fella says? He says, listen, I do that as well. It's called Winnie the Pooh. I said, what? He goes, the Winnie the Pooh. Do you ever see Winnie the Pooh, he goes? That's true, yeah. And he says, you're just a T-shirt and nothing else. And he says, don't let anyone ridicule you. No one ridicules Winnie the Pooh. They shouldn't ridicule you. Yeah. You're dead, mate. Actually, that's a very good point. Donald Duck does a similar thing. Wears a jacket, but no pants. Maybe that's <laughs> the way to go for winter bedtime. It's by a bed jacket. <laughs> You're right, Jim. Oh, uh, you're dear. right. Uh, dry skin and lips, yeah. Number seven. Yeah. I, I shaved yesterday. I shaved yesterday, and it was an awful mistake because the, the, the cold air and all, and it hits in the face. And I, I don't know how to use aftershave. So it was all hit me there, and all the prickly skin for the whole day because it was all so dry with the air. And so you, you don't yeah. know how to use it? I haven't a clue how to use it. I don't know how to use it. Is it because there's no instructions on the bottle? There's no instructions. It's just a yeah. shake. That, and then, and would, then what? Would that not be a giveaway that, you know, the what? fact that there's no instructions? Yeah. That it would be easy to use? You would think so, yeah. But <laughs> there's no instructions on food either, is there, smarty pants? But you can't just learn to cook. You know, we're, we're, you, you can't just so, turn on a cooker and hope for the best. You have to have an idea what's going on. Fair point. And I tried using it one time and I'll never forget it. I couldn't. I, it was like... Do you ever get poo on your hands and you you have you wash it like a thousand times and you can't get rid of it? And I overdid the aftershave. Oh my god! I'm telling you, the, I, I think they had to get rent to kill into the estate and put so much on. I wow, it was awful. Um, waking up in the dark and coming home from work in the dark. Yeah, who doesn't hate that? Yeah, uh, one of the one of the small benefits we don't have to endure. In fairness, yeah, yeah, we always get a bit of sunlight when we're finished, yeah. Exactly. And not, all, not a lot now. If someone in the winter, in the deep winter, you might only get four or five hours of it. <laughs> uh, That's made people feel so much better. Yeah, yeah. Um, what if, I'm after losing my place now because I'm ranting. Uh, always permanently being too cold. Yeah, in my gaff and all. I suppose like, and then... Well, I think we've established that for you, that's a, you know, uh, that, that's, that, that's a constant. I don't yeah. know if that's necessarily a winter thing. Like, you literally never put the heating on. No, why would you do that? I mean, you turn it on once a month to make sure the house doesn't fall down. But all of this, turning on the heat, or oh, I'm a little cold, will I turn the heating on? If Don't dare turn the heating on. Don't dare turn the Have you considered that on. might be the cause of your leak? Maybe the water is in your pipes going, oh, I never get to go anywhere. It never turns us on. We never get to, we never got to, get to go around the pipes and, you know, into the different rooms and all. So maybe we'll just come out with look at that hole there. Maybe we'll all just come out with this. Oh, Jim! I, told, I sent the leak. I sent a picture of the leak to Peter Finn. Do you know the way Peter Finn said <sighs> yeah. he's going to help us. Dublin out. master, of course, master builder. Yeah, and also uh, Dublin GA master. I sent him the picture of the leak. It was raining, so I yeah. took a video of it and I sent it on. And he goes, "Is that?" Ra-? He goes, "Is that happening upstairs as well?" I was no, just downstairs. He goes, "So it rains and it leaks in your house downstairs, but it doesn't rain upstairs." I went, "Yes." And he goes, "I see what the, I see what they mean by this is a real, this is a tough problem." He it's goes, "It's a conundrum." He goes, "This is a yeah, okay." He goes, "I don't know what to do with that. I'm gonna have to come out and see you. Uh, fair play, from, uh, oh, and the next one, of course, number four is people like you. So I, I'm basically always cold person number five. You're number four. The heating bills go up. Yeah. At least my heating bills don't go up. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Exactly. Jimmy has to be wore. Uh, I think it's time to wear shorts in the house in February, Mr. Jimmy. Wait McKay. a second. I would have thought you'd appreciate this. I mean, if you're walking around doing a full Winnie the Pooh, yeah. surely to God you don't want it to be cold. I mean... I don't want it to be cold. For all sorts of reasons. But I'd rather take the hit and wear trousers indoors <laughs> than turn the heating on. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, number three is scraping ice off the windscreen of the car every morning while you go to work. Adds an extra five minutes onto your day every Hate day. It. Hate it. I know, yeah. It's you, just everything about that is inconvenient. It is, isn't it? It's an awful little yoke and you ruin your credit cards and everything when you're in a temper <laughs> and you couldn't be bought. You know all that sort of crack. Uh, missing the sun is number two. Uh, of course you do. And now... Only days before the shortest day of the year, the day is being so, so short and the night's been so long, it's the number one thing. Yeah. So I happy agree. Christmas, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful January. <laughs> Black or white from Michael Jackson, 721 here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. 087 If you need to give us a shout, Frank is back, PJ. Hello, Frank. Frank is the Phil Collins fiasco one, as he says himself. Oh. So the way he puts it is uh, morning, PJ and Jim, it's been a long while since I listened. It's Frank, the Phil Collins fiasco one. Mm-hmm. The one PJ let down with the tickets when he didn't even go himself. How, how did I let Frank do Because you were supposed to give Frank the tickets oh, if you didn't go. Oh, that's right. And you never did. Oh, that's right. Anyway, he says, good to be listening again. Nothing has changed, thank God. Uh, still funny as hell and playing great tunes. Oh, God, that's what, what? we do as well, Frank. Good for you, Frank. Where do you do yours, Frank? And should you Wonder. not be listening to your own station? Yeah, exactly. Although stay with us, we prefer it. <laughs> Keep it up. Happy Christmas. Thank you, Frank, indeed. 087-188-0008, by the way, uh, if you want to give us a shout. There's so much still to come. We still have the chance for you to win a 200 euro gift card for the uh, Blanchettstown Centre. We'll be chatting with Mike because it's Magic Mike's mystery late night shopper that you'll be trying to identify uh, to win this 200 euro gift card for the Blanchestown Shopping Centre. I love the way Mike, you can always tell Mike really enjoys doing these things. He puts so much effort into yeah. it, you know what I mean? And he goes full cheesy camp on us. He does, yeah. Ooh, he's going to the sports section. I like it. <laughs> oh, what, what, what do we have here, lads? I'm looking over this man's shoulder. It's like it is, he's proper storyteller, man. <sighs> That's it. Uh, also, of course, your chance to win tickets for the greatest 80s festival of them all. It is the Forever Young festival it is back and it is brilliant it's going to be uh, july of next year at the parmistown house estate once again 9th to the 11th of july tickets on sale at the moment we have a pair for you to win every single day and a big vip package at the end of the week and of course hit bit to come soon too still brilliant queen david bowie under pressure here are classic hits 23 minutes away from eight o'clock heading towards the hit bit 710 euro to play for 087188008 Magic Mike standing by uh, on WhatsApp in the West this morning 087188008 let him know if you want to play now PJ right yeah I've had an idea for everybody else right if you were listening yesterday to the show you'll know that PJ revealed that he had a bit of a dilemma okay Uh, the dilemma being that he'd been summoned for jury duty which he wasn't too happy about Right, Jim, <laughs> and it's like now you know there was a different, there was a various kind of reaction Reaction to, to it, it, yeah. Like there was a lot of people saying, "For God's sake, it's your civic duty." 
And then there was a lot of people, myself included, who felt that no matter what he did, he actually wouldn't get called because... It's, not, it's pointless. As the, a public figure... They won't let me do it. Yeah. Uh, but it's, but they, I, so what's the point? Like, uh, so I'd rather just You avoid. have to show up to be rejected. Yeah. And I, let's face it, we're sick of showing up to be rejected. I've been showing up to be rejected my whole life. I'd rather avoid another day of showing up to be rejected. It's <sighs> one of those things they say, and the next case, Lama, and uh, stand up, and I'd stand up, and everyone would start laughing, and they go, okay, yeah, no, we're rejected. Sit down there. And then, Oh my well, God, you'd, you'd actually get to... Stand up. You'd be, doing, you'd be doing. Yeah, our next stand up, PJ Gallagher. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> Sit down. I'll be like, okay, it was longer than my last gig. Uh, right, but listen, anyway, I've had an idea, right? Of a way you could potentially prevent this ever happening again. I don't know how you can. Because Tara had a story in the news there that somebody is setting up a panel. Yeah. For judges. Right. 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 You know, if you want to be a judge. I can't see And the surefire way of never having to do jury duty, be be the judge. Serve some time as a judge. Make an application. There you go. You could be, rather than just being a humble juror, you could be the man in the wig in the big seat, PJ Gallagher. You'd make a fantastic judge. That's very good. You could literally, you'd be like Solomon there. Dishing out your justice. I'll send in an application. Maybe I'll do that. If I even if I send in an application uh, just to get the rejection letter, I go. Well, look, I've been <laughs> applying to be a judge. I yeah. obviously think I know everything. Yeah. Therefore, I uh, I think I am above this as a you know, as a human. You know, so I shouldn't have to endure jury service as yeah. I am going to reapply uh, to be on the what's it called the board the bar the. the, the whatever yeah. I am the bench. A, I'm, I'm a, a, on the bench. I'm looking to be on the bench. Yeah, you're you know, on, you're on the bench, PJ. Oh my God's sake! I never get a game. Never gonna go. <laughs> There's two real fellas I'd love to have sent down there last week. Yeah, I can only imagine the kind of justice you'd you'd be dishing out. Yeah, well, I'm at the stage now where I'm starting to think the only way out of it might be to just turn up at the courts dressed as a judge and sit down. <laughs> I await my trial. Bring them before me. I've already decided they're guilty. Bring them before me. And you go, that's not how courts work. Guilty. Down into the gallows with this man. You're the only man who I've ever heard dishing out, uh, what do you call it, sentences like, full wedgie, full wedgie for that man. It's exactly it. I'll be there going, I don't think this this is a term in prison that this man needs. It definitely needs two slaps on the bottom, a wedgie, and a public slagging. Yes. Yeah, he yeah. shall be placed in a fart-filled room. Yeah, he shall be placed in a lift with a very smelly man for four hours. He's not allowed to complain about it. It's a very unique form of justice. Yeah, but look, it's just it's just an option for you. Okay, it's something to think about. Have you pursued any other options to get I out have, of here? I have, yes, I have. I've been on. I have my letter actually at, at the moment. It's on my desk from Andy. Bad news to say that um, I'm I'm essential here. That there's nobody, literally nobody else. There's <coughs> li- there's literally nobody else Sorry there, that so could do. I don't know what that was. It must have been something in my throat there. So you are right, you said, tell you, you something. said you were essential. Very close to doing six months in the smelly room, Jim. <laughs> tell you something with that sort of reaction. Yes, that I'm essential here. Right, nobody yeah. else can do your head in to the same degree <laughs> as I can. It's, it's, it, you are unique in that regard. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You are unanimous in that. I am unanimous in that. I'll tell you something. So you have your letter. What did, did you, and have so, you opened it? What does it say? Yeah, I, I have opened it. Have you? I'd say, yeah. Does it, like, is it a proper letter? Does he say, actually, to him, make concern and all that? Or does he just go, are you mad? No, you're gonna, You're going to let this person <laughs> actually decide on the fate of another human being? Well, are you insane? Well, you see, this is the thing. Even he knows it would never get that far. It says, we request PJ Gallagher of uh, my address and all 
to be released from jury to service be released. on the basis that he is too well known of a comedian and radio presenter. The host of The Breakfast Show on Classic Hits is an essential part of our programming schedule, is what it says. Wow. So that's... Uh, there you go. Now, you're not really helping my cause by publicly laughing at that, by well, the way. I'm, this not, is what I'm, I'm endorsing. The, I, think it's, I think it's very good of Andy Bad News to lie to... to you would you know? ...to say those things on your behalf. Six months for you now. That's it. You've had your last chance. This is your second defence. Down into the gallows. Smelly man. You have to put your head right next to a, a man's bum that's had six points and let him do whatever he wants. Classic Hits. And now... The Hit Bit with Supermax. Hitting the right notes with a 100% fresh, festive 5-ounce. Now that's tasty and tempting. Hit Bit. It's a bit of a really famous hit. It's a bit, just a bit from a classic hit. But what hit is it? Hit Bit. Ah, The classic Hit Bit is worth 710 quid. That's a lot of Christmas shopping, let's be fair. Uh, Here's what it sounds like at this stage. As if it was any different to yesterday's (laughs) stage. Uh, But that's what it is. And Drew Collins is going to play for us this morning. How are you, Drew? Hello. How's things with you, Drew? Where are you in the country today? Ah, sure, I'm in um, Galway. I love that. Ah, sure, you know yourself. Yeah, yeah. Galway, (laughs) it used to be a great place until Magic Mike moved there. Yeah. Everything plummeted. (laughs) (laughs) How are you getting on, Drew? Anyway, you all set for Christmas or any of that yet? Oh, I am. You are, are you? Good stuff. Oh, yeah. Because it's still early days. I was chatting to my uh, brother-in-law. This is nothing to do with it. Sorry, Drew. I'm boring you with me stories. Uh, he works for the post office, though. Right. Yesterday. And he was saying they've never seen anything like it. This year, it's up 300% yeah. on what they were doing last they year. They were talking about delivering something like over 3.2 million parcels in the oh, next God. fortnight or something ridiculous. Blimey, that's mad. Something incredible, yeah. If you ordered that from China, I'd say you may be waiting. That's what, <laughs> what I heard. That's what I heard. If you're waiting for hair bobbins from China, they'll so be next year. it won't worry you, Drew. You're all boxed off ready to go yeah oh yeah oh good for you fair play right Right. okay let's get you some cash then pay those bills what do you think Drew Uh, Brian Adams everything I do I do for you wow huge number one of course it was number one for about 24 years I think so yeah yeah. yeah, went on and on most of your childhood really (laughs) right Magic Mike uh, everything I do I do it for you Drew Please forgive me because it's wrong. I'm so sorry, Drew. Unlucky. Unlucky, Drew. Listen, thanks for playing. Have a good one. Take care of yourself. Okay, bye. See you, Drew. I was really waiting for everything I drew. I drew it for you. I was sure he was going to do that. I was biting my lip. He rose above it. He rose above it. He rose above it. Uh, Cleaner's been waiting. How are you, Cleaner? How are you doing? Good morning, lads. How are you, Cleaner? Where are you in the world? I'm in Dublin at the moment. Good for you. And what's your plan today? What's going on for you? Uh, nothing. I'll just try to get the kids out of the house now <laughs> another hour. So. Do you do you mean just just make them go away? Yeah. Or are yes. you going to send them yes. to school? <laughs> I might send them to school, yeah. Yeah, good plan. I was only saying That's that, good parenting. That's good parenting, yeah. As opposed to back in our day where you were just told to get, get out. out of the house, yeah. <laughs> Come back before the lights go on. Uh, so, Clean, how are you getting? What's your Christmas looking like? Are you nearly done? Yeah, almost done, but... Uh, 710 euros might help too oh yeah yeah of course it would yeah spend on yourself for a change you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean take it away Cleaner. what are you going for um, the Beatles Obla Dee Obla Da oh great song I've wow. heard that for ages I was just going to say yeah that's a blast yeah. right Mike what do you reckon 
Okay, Kleena, you're wrong. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, no problem. That was a bit you know sudden, Michael. Nah, you know what? I'm not going to give a pawn here. I'm just going to let it be. Let it be. <laughs> oh, let it be. Oh, let it be. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. Kleena, take care. Have a good one. All right. Cheers. Bye bye. See you, Kleena. Not bad, Michael. You sucked right. me into that, yeah. what I have to say. You are slightly better yesterday. <laughs> oh, they're all at it. They're all at it now. They're all at it now. <laughs> Niall Boyle will give you a chance to win next. Slade with a Christmas classic. Merry Christmas, everybody. Doesn't seem as long there. It seemed an awful lot longer when I was trying to sing it in karaoke. I that can night. never, ever hear this song and not think of Jim McCabe on stage choosing it for a karaoke song. Dying on and stage. Realising they just sing the last line over and over again for about three yeah. minutes. And do you think Andy Bad News would cut it early for me? Uh, the best part was when you just went, okay, that's enough of that now. Yeah. Just walked <laughs> off and let it came in. It was brilliant. Ah, no, come Suffice on. to say, I didn't win that night oh. uh, Christmas classic Slade Merry Christmas everybody here at Classic Hits Waking Up Happy with PJ and Jim nine and a half minutes past eight o'clock on this Tuesday you're very welcome thank you for waking up happy with us and letting us hang out with you today still plenty to come uh, the chance to win yourself a 200 euro Blanchardstown gift centre card uh, as we go in search of Magic Mike's mystery late night shopper uh, that's on the way for you this hour also the chance to pick up tickets to the greatest 80s festival of them all uh, it's back forever young at uh, Palmerstown House Estate uh, next July 9th to the 11th of July. Tickets every day for you to win on the breakfast table quiz this week and the big VIP prize at the, the end of the week as well. So that's all still to come. And of course, you know, in the build up to Christmas, uh, naturally people get very, they get very into the idea of doing it right. They do. And everybody has their own idea of what right is with their decorations, with the way dinner is done, with their little traditions, all that <laughs> yeah, sort of stuff. But... Are you doing it right, or are you just having a common Christmas? Yeah, are you common as muck? Are you? That's the question. My old friend, I love when this guy pops his head up. He pops his head up at all big events now. William Hansen is his name. He's the etiquette expert, the English etiquette expert. And every so often, he pops his head up and lets us know how wrong and common and disgraceful we are in our ridiculous behaviour as, you know, the uh, proletariat walking around... (laughs) And how, how we how, how ignorant we seem to those yes. of the world who are how we can only aspire to be one of the truly elite. Yeah, you as know, we're yourself. groveling around in our hovels. We'll never What's be members of the bourgeoisie, Jim, if we don't up our game. Or although is the bourgeoisie, I don't know which one. I'm not sure if that's a good or a bad thing. Anyway, you may think you're having a good time and enjoying yourself with your novelty hats and tinsel scarf sitting at the dinner table. Oh, how kitsch. But are you letting the side down? Are you? Ask the question, ladies and gentlemen, and prepare to be insulted as we ask you these questions. When do you open your presents is the first one. That's what likes to get him. He gets stuck in. Are you the type that goes up in the morning, runs down, rips them open with no thought and a complete aplomb and then stacks them as you eat heroes looking at them gloating like a pig? Yes. Are you that person? Yes, I am that In fact, I'm actually the person who opens a sneaky one on Christmas Eve. Oh, yes. (laughs) Disgusting behaviour. I mean, that's Why, when are you supposed to open your presents then? Well, he says if you're English and you've any decorum whatsoever, you'd at least wait till after the Queen's speech like any normal what? human being. yes what time's that um, well he says 3pm and he reckons 3pm is a good time worldwide for those of us to sit down it means everybody's ready everybody's gotten out of bed people have had a good chance to get dressed 
uh, and then you can sit down with all together and one by one open them up and show your appreciation to the people you gave it to. Go yeah. fart your pants. First thing I get up, I rip them open. Sure, I'd probably need a pair of jocks and there's a fresh pair in them. Wow. For sure, you know. I mean, yourself. as soon as Santa arrives, rip you're em. pretty much ready to go. Does it mean? Honestly, when you wake up at like four in the morning, it's like, has he been yet? Do you remember that? Has he been kid? yet? Has he been here? No, he doesn't <laughs> go to bed. He's not going to get here if you don't go to bed. Uh, so Christmas dinner then as well is the other thing, right? You move on to Christmas dinner. Do you stack your plates up, you know, with all the trimmings so you have a little bit of everything and a mountain of food to munch through? Do you? Yes. Disgusting, horrendous behaviour. He says your meal should include one meat, not two meats, um, one what? type of potato and not this obnoxious roast and mash and maybe potato cakes and everything like potato fritters <laughs> this is graceful um, and it should have just two veg one meat one type of potato and two veg um, oh ideally, God, what, is, what is this? And he, uh, Jim and more you're pro- rations you're probably one of these people Jim who eats a turkey not even from his family farm or maybe even a local farm <laughs> but probably just yeah, buys it in a supermarket. It's funny, we didn't have many family farms in Finglas. But, uh, so, but this is uh, yeah, You're right, we didn't necessarily eat off the family farm. Well, maybe you and the people of Finglas aren't trying hard enough because <laughs> he says uh, you should ideally eat turkey from your family farm. And yeah, you so can't. you have to have a family who owns a farm Well, you could at least to find be properly... Well, obviously, if you're going to try and not be common, you could at least find a local farm and try and get a turkey from there. Okay, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is, I mean, these are things, these are ludicrous. I can't, I'm, still, I'm still struggling with the dinner thing. So, yeah. I, I mean, literally, the, the ultimate, you know, everybody has turkey and ham. Yeah. He's saying you shouldn't have both. No, stop making you a pig yourself. You should only have one of them. Stop making a pig yourself. You have one. Choose and choose wisely. If so, you have ham this year, why don't you have turkey the following year? You know. Give you something to look forward to. He also sneers at fake trees. He says, fake trees, nothing screams naff. What's actually used a great sentence? He says, um, did you... Oh, no. Cost effect... It's not a fu- no, just Join us later when PJ will have you, the resumption sorry. of this story. I beg your pardon. I beg you. Oh, sorry, I got it wrong because he <sighs> screams against the trees, but he says he gives out nothing screams naff more than posting social media updates on your day um, because social media updates show the people you are with you care less about them than you do about the fake people yeah. online. I kind of half agree yeah, with Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm sort of leaning that way. I For God's half sake, agree it, it, wouldn't, that. it wouldn't hurt you to just lay off the sort of because it just smacks of show off it does, doesn't yeah. it look it at my tree and look at my dinner and look at my like just eat it enjoy just it eat do your it. own thing yeah mind you yeah, yeah yeah no one cares but your yeah. gammy and dinner and obviously I'd never be able to post a photo of my dinner because I'd be sitting there having two meats if not more yeah. <laughs> multiple forms of potato well I tell you this brings I'm the exact same as you can I just throw myself into that the one thing I really do enjoy about Christmas Day Christmas dinner still, man absolutely yeah so do you wear pyjamas now on Christmas Day like would you wear like well, you, or a tracksuit or something like that you know yeah, you mean what, what would I fall into well yeah what do you like what how do you dress yourself yeah, for Christmas it would be, Day yeah, it would be so, well I mean, when you initially get out of bed. Yeah, just anything comfortable. A pair of shorts, whatever, yeah. Well, he says... Until you dress Pajamas, he says, absolutely reeks of, um, <laughs> of unsophistication. 
He says it reeks of it. He says it absolutely looks tragic on Christmas Day to be walking around in anything that has an elastic waistband. <laughs> for God's sake. He says for at least wear something you intend to fit into at the end of the day. Uh, smart trousers for that men. That is the whole purpose of an elastic waistband. I would have thought so. It means you will still fit into it at the end of the day. I, I would have thought. I, exactly. I, he says smart trousers for men and smart trousers are a skirt for women. Please, nothing was an elasticated waistband. How unsophisticated can anybody espouse to look at? You know what I mean? It's, it's disgraceful behaviour, he says. Disgraceful behaviour. We're not coming well out of this. We're no, this, no. We're, this is going badly. And then he slates coloured lights and says they're absolutely ridiculous. He says... <laughs> You've just gotten a hammer. I got a hammer, haven't I? Novelty baubles and, and tinsel, he says, is disgusting. Generally awful, he describes it as. Christmas jumpers, disgraceful waste of money and terrible for the environment this lad is the biggest buzzkills ever he also says advent calendars are another way of looking completely unsophisticated EA he says even beauty ones are to be avoided terribly down market he calls it ah, right terribly down market I'm like I'll tell you something if I ever see you you'll be getting an elastic case of waist wrapped around your neck smarty pants smarty pants Exactly, that's, that's what, what he's say. looking for. He's looking for smarty pants to be worn. I think pajamas. On Christmas Day. Pajamas are the ultimate smarty pants. They fit anything at any yes, time, regardless and of what allow you're you to eat multiple smarties and multiple advent calendars. Correct. Fucking idiot. Amy Grant with Baby Baby here at Classic Hits. Just after 20 past eight, thank you so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim and for all of the WhatsApps in as well. That got quite a reaction, I have to say, PJ, yeah, your etiquette expert. People don't like being judged like no. that, funny enough. So, so saying, I wonder how we'd feel about going out pyjamas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or putting on me going out pyjamas. Oh, nice smart pair of pyjamas, And yeah. there's, uh, I think that's Lou. Yeah, Lou has been on to say, I have ham, turkey and slow-cooked roast beef. Oh, that's the now job. Now you're talking, Lou. That's it. So tell you, etiquette. Go away, you know what that is. Oh, yeah. I was only saying to Jim when, when, when just after that, I was going, you know the way after Christmas dinner, you've had your ham and you've had your turkey and the whole lot. You're sitting there going, oh, do you want some more ham or turkey? I couldn't, I couldn't. Oh, James, I couldn't. There's no sausages left for breakfast time, though, is there? <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah. I'm right. something. Listen, it's time to head west and join our very own Magic Mike because... What's this music? I love that this That is music. my shopping music. I love that. What do you think of that, Michael? Do you like that shopping music? Absolutely love it. That's perfectly Isn't that fitting. perfect shopping music? <laughs> because it is your chance to win. We are going to go in search of Magic Mike's mystery late night shopper. This is all with thanks to Blanchettstown. We've got a Blanchettstown gift card to the value of €200 Euro for you to win every day this week on the show. Uh, basically, the idea is that obviously Blanchettstown Centre believe very much in shopping safely so that you can have a bit of peace of mind. They have extended their shopping hours. If you want to find out more details, uh, check out the website. It's blanchettstowncentre.com for more information. You can now shop late in comfort and safety uh, during their extended hours. And of course, this Blanchettstown gift card make an absolutely ideal gift, particularly if you're a bit last minute and not quite sure what you need to pin your colours to uh, this will make everybody's uh, Christmas gift perfect you can check it out as I say on the website blanchettstowncentre.com you get more information but it's all about who is Magic Mike's mystery late night shopper what have you got for us Michael? Okay, lads. Well, this shopper is coming out of the shop with a few belts. Wow, they are very big belts. They will certainly weigh her down. She's heading into the jeweler for a ring now. She's very familiar with rings. Oh, she seems to be thanking God as she leaves the shopping centre. What a legend. 
Who is our mystery shopper today? Yeah, oh, Mike should have been. I love the way oh, he does this. He should have been on The Price Is Right or something back in the day. He's brilliant. Or, or Bruce Forsyth's Generation Kid. I tell you, he's na- oh, that music in the background. It's brilliant. I know exactly who he's talking about as well. I think. Yeah, yeah I think this is another fairly easy one. But give us a recap, Michael, and yeah. in your best cheesy shopping style. Okay, we'll even cheese it up even more. Here we go. This shopper is coming out of the shop with a few belts. Wow, they are very big belts. They will certainly weigh her down. She's heading into the jeweler now for a ring. She's very familiar with rings. She seems to be thanking God as she leaves the shopping center. What a legend. Who is our mystery shopper? Yeah, I think I've got this one. Super. Right. I'll tell you something. You should be doing stories or something, man. I would listen to these. They're so comforting. They should put you on. I'm going to propose, uh, propose that you do all the announcements in the Blanchardstown Shopping yeah. Centre. Anyway, listen. Give me, get on to Hazel Chew, PJ, will you? I'll do it for Scrooge. It's your a bedside story. Oh, Lord Mayor. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, t- I left it too late, unfortunately. <laughs> listen, uh, what we need is your answer. Who is Magic Mike's mystery late night shopper? Uh, we need their name, your name name on WhatsApp 087-188-0008 do it right now for your chance to win a 200 euro Blanchardstown Centre gift card as Blanchardstown uh, offer you the opportunity to shop safely give you peace of mind by their extended shopping hours all the details on their website BlanchardstownCentre.com Park Life from Blur here are classic hits 20 to 9 breakfast table quiz on the way the chance to win tickets to the greatest 80s festival of them all the greatest 80s greatest festival yeah that's a good name. The greatest 80s festival of them all. It is the ultimate 80s festival. It is Forever Young. It's back at uh, Palmerstown House Estate uh, next year, 9th to the 11th of July. Tickets just for playing on the breakfast table quiz and then a big VIP upgrade if you are our overall winner. Let Magic Mike know you want to play. 087 He's standing by on WhatsApp. In fact, he's hopefully standing by on the line at the moment because we've got to find uh, the answer and a winner to our fabulous uh, Blanchardstown Centre gift card. €200 Euro gift card for the Blanchardstown Centre as they celebrate their extended hours to make shopping uh, even safer this Christmas and uh, to give you extra peace of mind. So Magic Mike's mysterious late night shopper. Mike, are you going to reveal all? I will indeed. Uh, so it was, of course, the legendary Katie Taylor was the answer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Although, you know something? Can anybody explain to me? There was a few guesses for Ariane, Ariana Grande. Oh, really? How did, how no. did the clues fit with that? I don't know. Because it wasn't know. just one person. It was a few people. Right, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get that one myself. Don't get that at all. But yeah. anyway. Right, Katie Taylor it was. Do we have a winner, Michael? We do indeed. It is Lisa O'Hearn in County Limerick. They're winning everything this week. So well done, Lisa. Well done, Lisa, indeed. And of course, remember, we have that Blanchestown gift card uh, every day this week as we celebrate their uh, extended hours at the Blanchestown Shopping Centre. You can check out all their details on the website. But while we have Magic Mike on the line, you have a revelation for us, Michael. Oh, I do indeed, lads, because it is all very exciting. I've been hinting at it the last couple of days, um, and the schedule is kind of full at this stage. You'll be delighted to know, because I am proud to announce to you, lads, that PJ and Jim's Jingle Bell Ball will happen on Christmas Eve. Are you excited? Yeah, of course we're excited, yeah. (laughs) I mean, now that we know that PJ is actually a secret lover of Christmas, reading fireside fireside stories with the Lord Mayor and everything, a Christmas carol and all that. Mike, don't mind him. Now, whatever joy I'm determined to knock out of this, he's determined to suck away from me. (laughs) Mike witnessed it with his own eyes. He literally put it up on all of our social media. It's on Facebook, it's on Twitter, it's on Instagram. You should go and see Scrooge 
reading a Christmas carol. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's, it's for charity. Thing. It's beautiful for charity. Thing. I'd like everyone to know it was a nice thing to do for charity. <laughs> yeah. Right, so what's going to happen in the Jingle Bell Ball, Michael? Lads, the Jingle Bell Ball is on Christmas Eve from 6 to 10 a.m. And uh, you're, you're going to like this, whether you like Christmas or not. You do like talking about food. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. So, um, I suppose you could say TikTok sensation in a way. Because, you know, it's 2020, lads. We need to get with the times here. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Chef Daniel Lambert is going to be on the show. Right. Very good, yeah. I like him. He's very yep. good. He knows a thing or two about chocolate as well, if I'm not um Excellent. He'll mistaken. do for me. He'll do for me. That's a tick in the right box there. Yeah. Pray, he actually, pray he, continue. <laughs> he does uh, deep fried stuff and everything. Anyway, we'll go into that in the day. Uh, music from Luan Pearl. A couple of, mus- a couple of Christmas themed tunes. Yeah. Very like nice, it. yeah. Uh, also, um, I hope you're getting on well with your mince pie challenge because the mince pie Grace Christmas Bake Off uh, final will be on that day. So you'll be judged on Christmas Eve, lads. Right, yeah. Well, I tell you, yeah. I have made progress. You haven't, uh, have you? I opened the box. Right, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I tried on the um, the uh, the apron. I do look very well in the apron, I have to say. <laughs> you do? I have to say, there's something about you that yeah. screams Michelin star chef. Isn't you there? Have, yeah, there is. Isn't yeah. there? Thank you for you noticing. Do. If you came on and there was like, you know, if you were on the Anthony Bourdain or something, he goes, my friend, Jim, the famous <laughs> chef of Ireland. I, I totally would believe You'd it. You'd buy it. I would, yeah. You'd buy it. And of course, that'll be judged by the uh, master baker at uh, Thunder's Home Bakery in Delhi, won't it? They'll be the people who ultimately decide. Yep. Right, okay. Very like good. It. Looking forward like to them. It. Okay, and also um, the big Christmas TV quiz of the year of all time is back. So oh, I'd we love look forward that last. to that. That's great fun. That yeah. is, you're and so competitive. You win every year. I oh. still love it. Yes, but you're still so competitive. <laughs> <laughs> and also, if we can squeeze this in, we have three guests, lads. Three guests. Now, one of those is a chat with Santa Claus himself, the main man, right? Wow. Uh, yeah, he's going to be on the show. I mean, unbelievable stuff. Uh, also, um, I don't know, up there with Santa Claus, not quite though, is Jake Stevens is going to be on the show. Oh, yeah, amazing. Yeah, look My for... absolute favourite. <laughs> yeah. Me and Jakey boy, I tell you. Unfortunately, after 2007's incident, me and him aren't talking anymore, so I'll step out of the studio to let that happen, if you don't <sighs> mind. And also, um, PJ, this is the first time you're going to hear this, but, and I'm sorry, Jim, I think Jake Stevens is a present for you, right. for a guest, but I have a present for PJ as well, a special guest, but um, we're not revealing it to you, PJ, until oh Christmas Eve. A mystery Stop guest. It. A mystery guest. So you'll literally be unwrapping a guest on Christmas Eve. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Now, if you, PJ, if you want to have a guess as to who the guest might be, feel free, but we won't reveal it until Christmas Eve. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Could be anybody. That sounds like a spectacular menu for Christmas yeah. Eve, Michael. Well done. Well done. Yeah. And by the way, we should actually we should say thanks to the uh, to the gang at Carl Goodwin Motors, shouldn't they? Because um, they're the uh, sponsors of our Jingle Bell Ball, aren't they? They sure are, yeah. Um, they've come on board uh, to sponsor this absolute spectacular. Uh, so thanks a million to those. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, we'll obviously give them lots of mentions on the day. Yes. And as soon as I find my sheet, I'm going to give them lots of mentions now. I knew there was something going on there. I can, yeah. hear, I can I, actually hear you looking around. I thought he sounded a bit disrupted by yeah. that. It was like, it was, like I just landed on him. Yeah, you, you know when you can hear someone looking around. And, and, yeah, and if you just, I tell you something, you won't, <laughs> you won't believe me. how great this is. I'm really looking right. Oh, excuse me. 
I am a professional and it is all with thanks to Carl Goodwin Motors, suppliers of luxury cars and 4x4s, all stock on now at carlgoodwinmotors.ie. Well done, oh, well done. And all from now, memory too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, I think, I think you got away with I don't think anybody noticed, Mike. I think you're fine. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. What a year. <laughs> yeah, Christmas classic from Boney M and Mary's boy child. Actually, you've got a boy child to say happy birthday to, don't you? Zach, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Zach what? Zach who? Zach, Zach Efron. Efron. Zach Efron. Zach Morris. Zach. Uh, yeah. Zach of Sugar. Zach of. <laughs> Your man with the hairy Zach on his back. Zach. Hairy Zach. Was it Duffy? No. Donamead Zach. Donamead, right? Zach, Zach and Donamead. Tara <laughs> gave you one job. One job she, she gave, gave you. you as well. She, no, no. She said, I've given PJ a request. Would you mind if, that, if he does that? I said, no problem at all. Zach of Donamede. If there's a Zach and Donamede, I want to say one thing to you. Happy birthday. You have a great birthday. And uh, I'm and, sorry. And hopefully for your birthday, somebody gives you a certain name. Yes. They will. Breakfast Table Quiz. It's time for the Breakfast Table Quiz. Win the best prize out there is. Try to get the biggest score. Hope the next one gets some more. It's the Breakfast Table Quiz. The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie. Right, okay, the uh, Forever Young Festival is back. Huge success when it arrived. It was desperate when it had to be cancelled because of all of the uh, restrictions this year. But thankfully, it is back with a vengeance. Back at Palmerstown House Estate in Kildare. Forever Young from the 9th to the 11th of July. The most incredible lineup of the greatest greatest 80s acts. If you go along to um, Forever Young Festival. Dot IE. Have I got that right? Yes, I do. Fire yeah, I'm just festival. laughing. I love the way you say Grady's. It just made it the Grady's just... 80s acts. The Grady's, Ever. yeah. I love that. Uh, you can check it all out. Forever Young Festival. IE. Incredible lineup of 80s bands. And of course, the other thing, a couple of things to point out. If you are buying tickets at the moment, it's a really good time to get them because there's a couple of bonuses. On the one hand, if you're buying tickets before Christmas, you will get a very exclusive uh, Forever Young face mask. Very good. It comes free with your tickets if you buy before Christmas. So, so that's a little added bonus. Keep your face tightly wrapped <laughs> and hopefully you won't need it on the and day. And looking resplendent. And also, by the way, if you're buying tickets and you happen to be a frontline worker, all frontline healthcare heroes get 20% off tickets to Forever Young as a, a thank you from the organisers for everything they've done for everybody this year. So that's pretty cool. All of those details along with an amazing lineup on foreveryoungfestival.ie. We have tickets for you to win every day on the Breakfast Table Quiz just for playing and if you do manage to scoop the overall prize, what a belter it is. A VIP upgrade luxury weekend passes VIP enclosure access full glamping package for both of you and a meet and greet with those incredible stars unbelievable and currently the score to beat is just four so we'll hopefully pass that out today uh, you never know look at me I'm, I'm pushing too much expectation onto people but Tracy how are you this morning I'm great thank you what's the crack Tracy what part of the country are you in today I'm in Connolly Station. I work for Irish Rail. Oh, oh well stuff. done. So you're not that far away from us, really, are you? No, we can smile at one another. Excellent, excellent. And is it is it busy at the moment? Oh, no, the trains are nearly empty. All right, nice. so are you expecting it to pick up, though? I'd say you are around Christmas week and all that, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the shoppers are in and forth, all right. 
The choppers are in. <laughs> is that what you said? What I think it? it might have been choppers. Oh, the choppers yes. are in. Right, okay, beg your pardon. Right, Thought listen. We're really expecting a rush. <laughs> Tracy, we've got 60 seconds for you to beat four, hopefully even more. Are you ready to go? I am. Best of luck. Here we go. What bee is an underdeveloped leaf, flower, or shoot? Stem. A bud. Mark Owen is a member of what boy band? What was what was Dick Van Dyke's occupation in the film Mary Poppins? Uh, chimney sweeper. Yeah, in Bingo, what number is the key to the door? Twenty-one. In Christianity, Jesus' crucifixion is commemorated on what day? Easter Sunday. It's Good Friday. In the nineteen eighties, a glass pyramid was built outside what museum? The Louvre. What is the first name of Ozzy Osbourne's wife? Sharon. What allergy is caused by the pollen of grasses, trees, or other plants? What is the highest scoring ball in snooker? Black. Yeah, black. From what country does the drink tequila come from? Mexico. In the game of Connect Four, how many pieces are in a row are needed to win? Four. In thunderstorms, do you see the lightning first or hear the thunder first? You see the lightning. Complete the title of this 2005 Oscar winning film, March of the Watch. Penguins. Yes, Yay! it's the Penguins. Yeah, fair play. Oh, well done. That Safe sounded to like... say, you were in the lead, Tracy. Yeah, sounded like some good scoring there, Tracy. Fair play to you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven correct Ooh. answers. That's a great score. So well, uh, done. well done to you and whoever it was uh, whispering answers <laughs> to you in the background. <laughs> That's a loud. Mick Graham. He thinks he's intelligent. Oh, oh yeah. Mick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Should we all know about Mick going around telling everybody everything? Everything, yeah. Fair play to Mick. <laughs> Listen. Have you met him? Tracy, <laughs> the, the good news is on two fronts. One is you have got yourself a pair of tickets for Forever Young Festival for next summer. So enjoy those. And, okay. of course, you're in the lead for that incredible VIP upgrade with that score of 11. Well done, you. Have a good day. Thank you so much. Cheers, Thank Tracy. You, Tracy. Take care.